tired old man who's been elected king. That's another line, that's a line from a Don Henley song. This tired old man who's been elected king. Uh, he was dissing Ronald Reagan at the time, but it certainly applies to our current situation. In particular, uh, Afghanistan and our withdrawal of troops. So I'm going to get into this a little more in depth. This is Big John on Americana, the American way. Find me on Rumble.com under that title. All the podcasting platforms and Telegram uh, on Parlor. It's the real Big John, all one word. On Twitter, it's at the real underscore Big John. Two words, except for that underscore. So, here's the third land of confusion. fitting song lyric to the crisis because uh, I don't know where the hell our president is. You know, I remember when all this started, September 11th, 2001, I w- I've, uh, I've done September 11th uh, spatials, uh, probably get it on my YouTube, t- YouTube channel. Uh, under this title, Americana, the American Way, uh, if you care to look that up. Uh, I'm going to do another September 11th special uh, again this year, obviously. Uh, I like to keep the story and the memory alive. But going back to 2001, 9-11, Americans found out who Osama bin Laden was. They found out there was a country named Afghanistan. A lot of Americans probably didn't know that. Yeah. Um, There was this group called the Taliban that was uh, running the country of Afghanistan. Uh, Afghani people had uh, really been asking for the United States of America to come help them when we were world police throughout the 1990s um but we didn't until 2001 September 11th 
It was actually a couple months after that. Uh, I, I, over the years, you know, I was for the invasion and regime change of Afghanistan at times. I think when we learned that Osama bin Laden had fled the country, once we had rounded up his uh, cohorts, co-conspirators who were still in Afghanistan, we should have left. Now, no matter what, obviously we would have had to fight the Taliban to get into these uh, areas. We would have had to fight the what <clears throat> what little disorganized uh, government and military that the Taliban had there um, to get to Bin Laden and his cohorts. But when that part of the operation was over, the war and uh, so on in Afghanistan should have been over. We have not, 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 have not had successful regime change, nor should we as Americans and American military be in the business of policing the world and changing regimes around the world, okay? The only time that that was necessary and successful was post-World War II. Now, you had the uh, Eastern and Western Germanys, okay? West was controlled by the Soviet Union, also known as Russia. The East half of Germany was controlled by, uh, well, an independent uh, state government of its own, but uh, for a, a while, the United States and our allies, World War II allies. And then slowly we gave them their freedoms back, but we never let them build up a military. So we kept soldiers in there to protect East Germany from West Germany and uh, the Russian army. Japan, we did nation building. We destroyed the nation and we helped rebuild it um, to the point where by the 1980s, late 70s, early 80s, Japan was starting to overtake the United States as the <clears throat> world economic leader. If you were a kid in the... Uh, 80s, 90s, uh, up until Clinton signed uh, the, the big trade agreement with China and Mexico, uh, and well, trade agreement with China and then NAFTA. Um, <clears throat> if you were a kid in the 1980s, all right, your uh, Nintendo video games, your toys, uh, your electronics, all said made in Japan. Okay, Japan was the China of the time. Uh, 
Nah, so we rebuilt the nation of Japan after World War II. We had to to keep the peace. To keep the see after World War One we realized that hey, beating someone in a war and then wiping their economy out with reparations is not the best idea. So the United States left the Emperor of Japan in place because they understood the culture of the Japanese people. Even though he was only a figurehead to an American puppet government and then slowly we let them govern themselves but not have a military. Okay. In Germany it was different. No remnants of the Nazis could be allowed to stay in governmental leadership power. So this is our government, our leaders understanding the cultures of the people of the nations we are fighting with and trying to change. I cannot say that about Afghanistan or Iraq or the Middle East. Uh, if our government leaders understand the cultures then they're just doing a shitty job of leading. I understand if the average American doesn't get Afghan culture, Afghanistan is not anything remotely like the United States. Okay? If you take our most rural, most sparsely populated region, it is nothing compared to Afghanistan. Okay? Paved roads are a luxury in Afghanistan, for example. The capital of Afghanistan, Kabul, never controlled the majority of the country, ever. Afghanistan is a, a tribal, village-based country. It has borders on a map like the United States used to. But for the most part, those borders are virtually meaningless. Uh, the, the central Afghanistan government has very little control of some of the mountainous regions, let's say, for example. And the people of Afghanistan govern themselves by their village or their tribe or their warlord, whatever's in charge of their region. It's nothing at all like the United States, okay? 20 years of nation building and regime change by the United States has not changed much of that okay from the mouth of let's look at this from a couple points okay the 
we I don't know what the Biden plan for exit was. Uh, I'm just learning what the Trump plan for exit was. Uh, it seemed like Biden was like, okay, we're taking our troops and leaving Afghanistan. Uh, people, you take care of your, your business. Afghan army, we're leaving you tanks, airplanes, weapons. You, you deal with you deal with your business. That was it. That was how it went. We shut down our uh, Bagram Air Force Base. Turned the lights out, took the majority of the troops out, and said goodbye. We still had people in that country, American citizens for one thing. Thousands of Afghan citizens who helped the United States military as uh, either Afghanistan special forces or interpreters. These are the people that were supposed to be taken out of Afghanistan before we took our military out because uh, anybody could have told you the Taliban was going to take the country back. They were going to take over Cabal and the leadership, all right? So a U one U.S. military advisor who trained and worked with the Afghanistan uh, special forces and these interpreters, because you know, obviously American soldiers don't have time to learn the Afghan native language and uh, different pro different areas, like I said, have different dialects, etc., etc. He said there were about 86,000 Afghans who helped the United States in the last 20 years who were promised when we left with our military, they would come with us or they would be protected. Okay, these are the people who, sh the only people in Afghanistan that should be taken out and given asylum uh, they need to be vetted obviously but these are the only non-americans that should be leaving afghanistan and coming to the united states period point blank no no way other than that to put this okay the trump plan was to withdraw in phases uh, remember Trump took a lot of heat because a couple years ago on September 11th he was going to meet with the Taliban at Camp David and work out uh, a peace plan and the uh, Taliban thought it would be a smart, stupid idea to kill an American soldier and say, ah, we're strong, we... You're, we're negotiating from a point of strength. We killed one of your soldiers. So Trump called the negotiations off. He later came back to the negotiating table from a very solid point of strength. He told the Taliban leader, look, if you harm one American, if you try to go outside of the portion of Afghanistan that you control right now, you try to take one 
inch of land beyond your territory, there will be consequences. And he told the Afghan leader, or the Taliban leader, pardon me, that I know where your village is and it will be the first one bombed. And he named the village. That's negotiating from a point of strength. His plan was, one, we destroy our intelligence, our computers, our documents, anything that the Taliban can use to find the interpreters, Afghan special forces that fought alongside the Americans, destroy all that information so it can't get into Taliban hands, take our military equipment out, Okay. Right now, the Taliban has brand new American Black Hawk helicopters, American tanks. Lovely, eh? Get our people out of there before the military equipment, before the soldiers leave. Get people out. Get every American citizen out. This tells you that everybody knew Afghanistan's government was weak and was going to fall. Okay? Get equipment, get people, get intelligence out of the country. Trump said he wanted uh, the forts and bases that we established in Afghanistan blown up so that the Taliban could not use them, which they may be using them now as their bases, because the American troops obviously are not there. And he said, lastly, take the troops out. And everything was based on conditions. Now, there was times when Trump was still president that the Afghan or the Taliban did not meet some conditions. They broke some of the rules, so he stopped the withdrawal. Seems pretty fair and simple to me. The problem with Joe Biden is we have a weak leader, folks. I've I've harped and preached and griped and whined and complained uh, over and over about this. The downfall of every great empire is a weak leader. They're blaming the Afghan soldiers, troops, uh, uh, guard, police, whatever for being uh, weak. 60,000 Afghanistan soldiers and police died fighting the Taliban. Okay. So they weren't afraid to fight as as much as what people say they were. That was a horrible sentence. But... The point of the matter is 60,000 Afghanistan soldiers and police died fighting the Taliban. Okay. Now, we have a weak president, President Biden. He's blaming every Tom, Dick, and Harry for this. Well, I inherited this from Trump, you know. Well, Trump had a plan. What's Biden's plan? Just up and take the troops out. Leave all our, our 
military weapons there for the for whoever takes charge of the country to keep and use and uh, reverse engineer and learn how all of our equipment works. Wow, that's splendid. Now the Russians and the Chinese know what our tanks are like and can uh, prepare to fight us uh, if there's ever a tank, a war involving tanks, which means pretty much every war. Uh, airplanes, they can look at some of our airplanes. Uh, I'm sure not our most advanced fighters, our most advanced bombers, but nonetheless they can take and look at, see what the American uh, planes are, are like. Because Biden just left them there. They were supposed to be used by the Afghanistan military, but they're not going to be now. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, China thinks it will have no problem over overrunning and taking Taiwan. They already China already claims to or me I gotta relight my cigar. Uh, China already claims that you know Taiwan's part of its country, but for many presidents America has recognized Taiwan as its own nation. And we've told China back off. Well, Secretary of State Blinken is, was told that by the Chinese in Alaska on American soil. The, Ameri the United States should not come at China from a position of power anymore. That you are not the powerful one, we are. So China thinks it can easily overtake Taiwan now because of what they've seen Biden do in Afghanistan. And tell you the truth, if I were the the American president right now, there'd be a, an aircraft carrier fleet parked in between China and Taiwan, and say, "We see one of your bombers flying over our ally nation. It's coming crashing down." Because right now America is negotiating, dealing with world leaders from a position of weakness. Weak president. Weak, weak president. Our border is, be southern border is beyond crisis level at this point. I don't know what word is stronger than crisis. Maybe natural disaster. Uh, I can think of some swear words to describe it. Uh... But it, it's beyond crisis. Maybe the troops that are coming back from Afghanistan need to be put on the southern border to stop that crisis. But I don't even know who's in charge of the United States of America anymore. Back in April, Kamala Harris bragged
that she was an intricate part of Biden's exit plan for withdrawal from Afghanistan. Now I'm hearing that she said, don't, uh-uh, I ain't, I ain't about all that. That ain't my mess. Uh-uh. Who's in charge? Who's running the United States of America right now? We don't even, we don't know, you know, who exactly is in charge of the Taliban. You know, Trump negotiated with the person that was seemingly the most powerful member of the Taliban, the leader. We don't know who's going to be declared themselves president of uh, Afghanistan. I guess it's going to be called the the Arab Emirates of Afghanistan. They're changing the name of the country. They've taken down the Afghan flag and put up a the Afghan citizens are calling it the Taliban flag. But you know what? Uh, don't be surprised at all if we're not back in Afghanistan uh, at full war, war level. Now, Russia and China are falling all over themselves to recognize the Arab Emirate of Afghanistan. Uh, I think that's how they say it. This is breaking. This just came down the wire, so uh, not real clear on it. Arab Emirates of Afghanistan, I believe, is what the Taliban wants to call the country now. But I'm not even sure what I call my own country. I used to call it the United States of America. I used to call it the U.S. of A. Uh... No, I just call it a disaster. Seven months. In seven months, this weak, tired old man who is elected king by 81 million people, allegedly, has taken us from energy independence. We've seen rapid inflation. We have gone beyond a border crisis at our southern border and this withdrawal which is necessary I do agree with President Biden sticking with the withdrawal from Afghanistan I just don't agree with how he did it okay uh, but we've gone from a intelligent planned out withdrawal from Afghanistan into a fiasco where people, Afghan people, probably some of these 80,000 and some odd in, interpreters uh, and special forces soldiers jump clinging onto the side of an American Air Force aircraft uh, jumbo jet, I guess you could call it clinging to the side of the airplane trying to trying to fly out of the country now when I say 86,000 people I believe that that includes their families because uh, of course if your family helped the Americans and the Taliban found that out you would be tortured to death um, 
let me ex explain and then I'll end this. In Afghanistan or uh, some of these countries, former Soviet Union being one of them, and perhaps uh, the current Russian state, you're lucky if they behead you. Okay? How sick and twisted is that that I am saying it is lucky if you are beheaded? Because the other option, whether you're male or female, is you are raped and tortured to death. Raped to death and tortured to death. That's what's facing Afghanistan people right now because of a horrible exit strategy by a president who just said, well, we have to undo and do the opposite of everything that Trump was doing. And the Trump administration left them several blueprints to choose from when it came to an exit strategy. And they chose to ignore it because, well, we have to do the opposite of what the mean tweet orange man said. Horrific. I love my country, folks. I love the U.S. of A. I, I pulled into my house tonight and I was listening to the news uh, on my phone. Uh, I was... I, didn't, I wasn't holding, wasn't using my phone while driving. I had it sitting on the console. But I was listening to the, the these news and man, I felt so discouraged as an American. But when I pulled into my house, I looked at that flag hanging on my porch. That uh, the stars and stripes, the red, white and blue, old glory. And my, my pride in America came back. Because America, Americana as I call it, the American way of life, isn't about me. It's not about Joe Biden. It's not about any race, sexual orientation, religion. It's a way of life where everybody is welcome. Everyone is loved. Pardon me. Everyone is loved. And we've had our problems, we've made our mistakes, but we try to correct those mistakes. God bless this land of mine. Folks, I say this all the time, pray for each other. Pray for the United States of America. God bless America. And that's not just a tagline. That's the prayer we should be praying. Maybe we should pray God have mercy on the United States. But we definitely should pray, God bless the United States. And I leave you with that. Thank you all. God bless you. This is Americana, the American way. I'm Big John.